0: It's the DeGreeable podcast. Oh hi there and welcome to the 10th edition of DeGreeable. This is the podcast where there is a degree of everything. We have some humour, some tears, some hugs, some bromance and... and... sunglasses. And sunglasses. Are you wearing your sunglasses now? <laughs> no they're still in the other room any minute now they're gonna be whipped on but uh once again joe is not in the studio i say studio what i mean when i say studio is my spare room joe is not here though he is on skype again so hello skype joe Hello. Hi. Hello from afar. Hello from afar. Right, so last week we discussed... um, Originally, we were just going to talk about X-Men Days of Future Past, just that film, and just, you know, discuss what we thought of it and stuff like that. But because we went really long, because I didn't realise Joe has, like an infinite, infinite amount of knowledge on superheroes and Marvel. So we ended up going long. So this is now part two of that podcast, and we're going to continue our discussion on Days of Future Past, the X-Men film, and also other superhero goodness. But before we continue, once again, like I said last week, we are going to be talking about spoilers from the latest X-Men film. So if you haven't seen it yet, I would advise you skip forward about 10 minutes or so, Um, Or
1: throw your iPod or whatever out the window. Yeah, throw out
0: the window, kick it, um, what else? Burn it, incinerate it, freeze it, whatever. Uh, Because we're going to spoil it for you. And we don't want to spoil it because it's a great film. So, right, we warned you. Three, two, one. Right, so what were we talking about at the end of last episode? I think we just went back to talking about X-Men Days of Future Past because we we went on this long tangent about other characters and X-Men films that we didn't like. Um,
1: the last thing we were talking about was um, kind of Wolverine's character, um, how that develops, and like have kind of linking it, have um, kind of discussing also the Wolverine, uh, Wolverine um, film, yeah. the latest one, and also how it introduced like have kind of Jean Grey and um, Cyclops characters like that back into, uh, back, back, you know, back into um, the film and back into the story at the end of Days of Future Past. Because I mean, bear in mind, uh, Storm, Wolverine, uh, sorry Storm, Jean Grey. Cyclops, um, that all ca- and Xavier himself actually—they all characters actually die um, in the first three films. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot but, Professor X dies, doesn't he? He dies again, dies at the hand of the um, the hand of the Phoenix, Phoenix, aka
0: Jean Grey. Jesus, was she always? Is that was that always her character? Was Jean Grey always the Phoenix?
1: No, no, the character was Jean Grey.
0: So didn't but didn't uh, she have a cool nickname like they all do?
1: No, no, her her name was Jean Grey. That's uh, stupid.
0: That's a rubbish nickname.
1: Then, then she became the Phoenix. Um, I can't quite remember what happened to how she became the phoenix but she did
0: yeah she was she like became she became on she went on Magneto's side didn't she 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 became yeah that, yeah that was
1: after she became the phoenix
0: yeah she became Magneto's bitch basically
1: well, not not so much basically she actually landed using Magneto because she was more powerful than oh uh, yeah she was more powerful than um, Xavier and she's also more power than, powerful than Magneto yeah. so Magneto actually dies at the end of the last stand so there's quite a lot of characters who die and then kind of get reborn
0: well no, no hold on Magneto though doesn't die he just loses his power doesn't he
1: uh isn't that right apologies yeah yeah no sorry. he's meant yeah no sorry. yeah because at, um, at
0: the end the very end scene of um, the last stand he's sitting there playing chess and he moves yeah, the chess actually, piece that, and wobbles, that that It wobbles doesn't it yeah it was
1: um it was hank um beast um aka beast um jumped down behind him and stabbed him in the chest with the uh that um anti-mutation oh from. yeah
0: god you know what I, last episode i said i hated x-men last dad you know what there was some good bits to it i think thinking back yeah. that bit was beast, pretty cool yeah
1: the character of beast was awesome to have that in there yeah um, that worked yeah. really really well
0: a big shout um, big shout out to um beast who's played by um oh what's his name the british actor i've forgotten his name
1: yeah i'm not oh something
0: how really really I'm just going to find out oh no who cares he's a British actor he's good research him but I didn't realise Ellen Page's character was called Shadow Cat. yeah I didn't realise that and her her character's name's Kitty how ironic yeah. how ironic well yeah
1: the, the other one who actually we see back in it um, I forgot about was um, one that who, she, they didn't die but they actually um, were the ones who actually volunteered to take the drug and kind um, r- lose their mutation um no, that was actually rogue.
0: Rogue, yes. Yeah, because she, her power is pretty shit, isn't it? She like takes the power out of people, doesn't she? She takes yeah, the life force. Really...
1: Yeah, but that's pretty awesome as a power.
0: Isn't it like Isn't if she's near death and she touches someone, she'll come back alive and they'll die instead? Is that how it works?
1: We... No, no. What it, all, all it is is she can actually t- touch someone and take their power. Yeah. If she's around someone who's human and touches them, she takes their life force
0: oh Um, okay oh yeah she takes their power oh I remember no that actually is quite a cool power
1: because she she uses it actually when um or um Logan actually uses it when she um tries to wake him in the first X-Men film and I think it's the first one and he stabs her
0: oh yeah and she has healed oh my god this is so awesome I'm forgetting
1: about this and she takes his healing powers yeah um and you see all his old wounds start to open up
0: oh my god
1: um which is quite insane. Um, oh, that is
0: so cool. I, I need to watch those original X-Men films again. I haven't watched them in years. We should do it. We should do it. We, we definitely to. should. Um, yeah. and it. We keep going off topic. Right, let's get back to the X-Men film, <laughs> like the one we watched. So, um, we haven't really spoke much about the plot. We briefly mentioned it, you know, about going back to the past to change it's the a, future.
1: D- Days of Future Past, the plot of the film is that, um, essentially, the character of um, Raven, a.k.a. Mystique, Yeah. Um, it's all around the turning point of Raven becoming Mystique, or having just become Mystique, pretty much. So this is at the point where she's um, previously left Xavier, which is at the end of the first class film. So if you haven't seen that, watching that, and you understand that part, um, she leaves um, Xavier and goes with Magneto. Yeah. Now this is on the basis of she doesn't agree with Xavier's principle that. Um, Humans can understand and be compassionate towards mut- uh, mutants. She cannot see how they were accept That's Mainly down to her physical appearance.
0: Yeah, it's because she had bad. Like, she was bullied, wasn't she? Because well, it's because it's because
1: yeah. of the physical experience or the fact that uh, physical appearance that she's actually blue. You know, she can't hide her mutation really. The only way she can hide it is by using it to trans- be transformed the entire time.
0: Yeah.
1: Now she, uh, she gets fed up of doing that. She can't like can't keep doing it. She's actually a lot stronger when she's not doing it. Uh, her power's greater um, when she embraces just who she is Um, so what we about today's future past what we're seeing is actually she has left Xavier, she's went to Magneto Magneto has then um, tried to save um, JFK who was actually in this plot um, labelled as a mutant himself so this is where JFK gets shot Magneto tries to uh, move the bullet, it still actually hits JFK and Magneto gets blamed for it, so he yeah. gets arrested. Um, he gets imprisoned in that plastic chamber, underneath the Pentagon. Yeah. And Mystique kind of goes on her own at that point, and she kind of sets up her own, her own band of um, mercenaries in that, like mutant mercenaries. Mm. So we see at that point we've actually got some catch from um, first class in there. So yeah. we've got. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, da, 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 da. It is the guy who can. It was the guy who had like the. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like. Do you remember the guy who had like the um? He like created the like the. Like discs of energy.
0: Discs of energy. <laughs> do
1: you remember that guy?
0: Oh right, yeah. Like, got... Yeah, he
1: basically had like it was like the radiation. Yeah, it was almost like laser in that sense. um uh, I've forgotten the character's name, um, but they had him in it, yeah. which was awesome. Um, and you've got some other characters who, like we've got uh, Toad.
0: Yeah, so I remember um, seeing him.
1: Yeah. Toad is back in this one, so that's quite interesting to see him, because we see him, bear in mind, in the first X-Men film.
0: Yeah, I remember, the guy with the long tongue. So you
1: see him back then, To so that's you know, another link there. Um, but Mystique pretty much kind of leads these as Mystique rather than Raven. Um, and you notice when she gets called Raven she turns around and goes, I'm no longer Raven I'm Mystique,
0: yeah. that
1: kind of thing so it really shows the turning point for that character now mm. what happens with that character and their turning point and their hatred for humans because of how she feels about her own appearance and how she feels judged by them mm. she turns around and um, kills the character what's the character played by um, the guy who plays Tyrion in uh, Game of Thrones
0: oh, um, oh my god, I've forgotten his name Tyrion Lannister, oh, shite, shizen, I'm going to research that, that's going to really annoy me. I've completely blown his name, I had oh it. Oh my like, god, yeah. <sighs> that's um, going to really annoy me. It, the it is, is... Peter in... Dinklage. Peter, Peter Dinklage. That's it. Yeah.
1: Uh, so is that
0: the character name, did you say? Yeah, uh, sorry, say again? Oh, what do you mean, in the film?
1: Yeah, in Days of Future Past, what's the character name?
0: Oh, his name in t- film. I was going to say that's the actor name. I thought that's what you wanted.
1: No, sorry, the, the uh, character
0: now I've forgotten the character name. Yeah, let me have a good, let me have a gand. His name in the X Men film is uh, Bolivar Trask. Trask, that's it. Trask, um, yeah.
1: So, yeah, um, Trask then um, is, he's trying to build like kind of a super weapon. To uh, like anti-mutant, um, anti-mutant weapon, so it's there to defend humans against mutants. Yeah, so he sees them as a threat. Um, can we just say?
0: Sense. Can we just say how awesome uh, Peter Dinklage is in this film? He's such yeah, a good actor. He, was, he needs to be he in everything. Movie.
1: I mean, I, I, think, I think I agree with you in a sense of what you said, like, when we watched the film, you, know, you feel like the character didn't really play a bad guy, but that's because I don't think he was a bad guy Yeah, he was. He was <sighs> just trying to protect his own race and try and protect the people that he cares about. But no,
0: it didn't really make sense, his motivations, because it was, through the beginning of the film, the first hour or so, you're led to believe that he just wants to kill the mutants because, you know, he's scared of them, basically. But then, but halfway through the film, he's in his lab and he's talking to one of his assistants and um, I think, doesn't the assistant say to him, you must really hate mutants? or something, and he goes
1: so, so peter English's character um trask um he is a scientist who's really passionate about um learning kind of understanding the mutations that these uh, mutants have and kind of the adaptation, that adaptation sense, to survive and he tries to learn how to use that to then actually develop humans because what what it is in this case of it is actually rather than letting them mut- them take the advantage and actually become the species which survived over humans like we did you know centuries ago yeah um, or thousands of years ago it's kind of he wants to do the same again so he wants to actually l- learn about the mutants and then give us the same opportunity again so he's kind of about for him, it's about actually developing the human race, rather than actually about killing mutants.
0: But it's, I don't. That's why I didn't really understand because you're led to, as I said, like like you said there, he wants to, you know, help. He thinks he's helping out, but then it doesn't make sense because he's doing it by killing off mutants. But then, for someone who you know seems to have such a rational point of view, like there's a bit when he's talking to the president and he's and yeah. he's saying like we have because i think it's just a war's just finished was it, it was the um vietnam war in america's just yeah. finished and they're pretty much saying we now have a new threat and it's yeah, just like it? if he doesn't hate mutants why is he trying to paint them as a threat because yeah i don't know it, it just didn't make much sense to me like
1: i, I think this is a thing you have he come by mind this is just post vietnam so you know it's where America lost a lot of um, soldiers in the Vietnamese War, mm-hmm. um, and Yil-Kav, he sees it as he doesn't want to see that happen to his country again,
0: no.
1: and yeah. that's really where his passion comes from. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, it's about the, the point of it for him. For him, isn't actually against the mutants; it's about uniting um, the human race as a world, so rather fighting each other, uniting them against a common enemy, yeah, um, or or not necessarily enemy, but a common threat at least, and that threat is the mutants. Um, so what we were saying about Trask's character um, and Raven's character, what actually happens is is the real turning point of where we see her become Mystique for good Uh, this is where she probably becomes Mystique is when she actually kills him, that's the whole point of this film, by her killing Trask they give um, she gives humans all the motivation they need to hate um, or properly fear mutants
0: yeah and they, um, they put also, through trask's um his um plan the um, yeah.
1: the application that
0: go research well they called the, the guardians what are they called those robots uh, sentinels so, yeah which are um, um, quite apparently they're quite a uh, prominent villain in the comic book series they're quite a they main like thing so um yeah so yeah go on sorry
1: <laughs> so basically um from that uh, the whole point of it is that they need to prevent that from happening. Because by her killing Trask, the Sentinels um, are actually created. Now the Sentinels' programming actually decides it, it changes to rather than targeting mutants, it actually starts targeting um, potential mutants. So, i.e., um, you know two humans um, who are having a baby. If that baby actually has any form of mutation, it's it targets that as a threat and it kind of actually kills the mother and the baby. That yeah. Then, it's that kind of element of how it starts to get... So the humans and mutants actually join force at that point in the future, but they're still not able to actually defeat the Sentinels. The Sentinels are too powerful because they have the adaptation gene from um, Mystique. So they keep adapting to be able to um, support different muta- um, mutant powers, learn from their mutant powers, uh, from what they're seeing in front of them, and actually use that against them. Yeah, so mutants are pretty much unable to fight the Sentinels as are humans, and that's the point. It's all about undoing the bad that happened previously to be able to actually correct how they go into the future
0: Mm.
1: to get to a better future because they've realised their mistake. So that's where they send um, Logan's character back, aka Wolverine.
0: Yeah, and And, um... his
1: job is quite simply to unite Xavier and Magneto and the humans Which, and prevent
0: hmm.
1: uh, Mystique from uh, prevent Raven from fully becoming Mystique and actually killing and Trask and, and, it, you, and yeah. we see her make that choice and it, um, it, it, it works yeah. that point of her choice between Raven and Mystique at that point it's not about killing Trask it's about she's Raven or Mystique
0: yeah and I think it was good to see um, you know that she saw sense as it were like you know because we you know you see how close her and um, uh, Xavier were when they were kids And it seems like he was the only one who would, you know, be able to convince her not to, you know, kill Trask. And I was glad, I mean, though it was pretty obvious how it was going to end. It was obvious she probably wasn't going to kill Trask, but I I really liked how the film made me think that, you know, she potentially could. Like, it was like, you know, I was really tense, like, right up to when, you know, the final, her final decision was made and, you know... She in yeah. fact, it completely changed, didn't it? And rather than her, you know, killing Trask and being seen as the enemy, like all the papers and whatnot, like portrayed her as a hero for saving yeah. the president. The president, didn't she? Didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, was a, it was a really good turn in that sense. Um, yes. How the whole film went. Um, yeah, we just yeah, I've just all...
0: I've just randomly mentioned the president. Yeah, the president was with Trask at the time at the end, at the final showdown, because Trask is trying to convince the president to put through his um policy to make all these sentinels and whatever. Um so I think um Magneto wants to kill what was Magneto trying to do at the end? He was trying to kill the president and so yep. the humans would fear the mutants. I think that's yeah, what he's trying to do at the end.
1: He tries to take control at that point and then um instead they Uh, Xavier gets into Magneto's head, and that's how it changes.
0: Yeah, I, I I completely forgot that Magneto has that helmet, doesn't he? Which means that he can't get in. That means uh, Professor X can't get in Magneto's head. But I thought that was pretty awesome when um, uh, uh, Mist, uh, is it Mystique or Raven? Mystique, whoever it is, Jennifer Lawrence's character removes the helmet, and then he gets inside his head. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was really good the way the whole thing worked. Um,
0: Yeah, it was a fantastic film.
1: I was really impressed with it. But, um, I,
0: I think I, I saw Preferred First Class, X-Men First Class, but only slightly. They were both very good films. Um, definitely.
1: I think it's because it was seeing something completely new at that point. Yeah. I think that's what it was.
0: Yeah, and I the think, the, as you said, the fact that at the end, it pretty much hinted towards like that the ending of Days of Future Past pretty much made the whole f- original trilogy of X-Men films invalid, which was a bit yeah. annoying, but... Yeah,
1: but it's nice the way they linked. Um, so ultimately, um, I think
0: we're just looking forward to the next one. Yes. Oh, and, uh, and uh, as the same of all Marvel films, at the end of the credit, if you go and see it in the cinema, wait till after the credits. Don't leave the. Cin- I was really surprised at how many people left yep. as soon as the credits started rolling. Don't they know it's a Marvel film? What are they doing? Um. So yeah, if you, uh, everyone does it, everyone if, does it. If you do, if you do go and watch it, make sure you wait until after the credits because there's a nice little. Uh, what should we call it? A teaser for the next film there's going to yeah, be another so that's a insight
1: film. really isn't it into oh, what's happened. to be yeah, fair
0: it went right over my head and I had to ask the person who worked at the cinema who that was yeah. <laughs> and because yeah. um, now I've been told I'm very excited to see where they go with the next film
1: yeah I don't think we should say who that is oh and no leave, we'll leave that, leave that one, figure that one out. it was yeah. very
0: exciting though because um, I found out who it was and uh, I'll be very interested to see where they go with the next film with that but, character but
1: also the Quicksilver character being in this that's a brilliant link into the Avengers Yes, that's another thing to look at because obviously um, that's where that all ties in together and it kind of starts
0: to merge. Unfortunately, I don't think there'll ever be a proper crossover, X-Men and Avengers, because it's all confusing because there's different... There,
1: There is already in the sense of Quicksilver has already appeared now.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they'll never have, say, like a Spider-Man and Avengers crossover because I think Spider-Man does appear in the Avengers comics. I might he be does, mistaken. But I think he does, but
1: that's actually a adaptation of the comics, I believe. But I think that's a, kind of a re- the original comic doesn't actually include him.
0: Okay. Well, I don't think. I think there are loads... Of, well, I think in the comics there are a lot of crossovers, but I think it's going to be difficult for the, you know, the production companies to do this because loads of different studios own the rights to different characters. I think... Sony uh, own the rights to is it the Fantastic Four and Spider Man yeah, I think and I'm I think it's Fox own the Avengers so yeah. it's you know it's I I don't think it's unlikely we'll ever see a proper crossover of all those characters. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: see. We'll see what happens I mean isn't Fox um, X Men as well?
0: I think so. Let me just have a quick look. So
1: th- they could technically link up. Let
0: me have a look. X Men. Nothing's come up actually, so I don't think it is owned by Fox. Let's see who who owns X Men. And the company who owns X Men is, in fact. Oh, it says Fox owns. Oh, wait, no. Fox owns a piece of the X Men film franchise. They have rights. They probably could make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Oh, no, here we go. Right, so right, so Marvel Studios owns pretty much all the good ones. Like, they own the Avengers. They own um, loads of other characters. Sony Pictures owns Spider-Man. Yeah. 20th Century Fox owns the Fantastic Four and Wolverine and X-Men. And yep. Universal Pictures owns something called Namor, whatever that is. Yep. Um, so yeah. So, yes, basically between Marvel Studios, 20th Century Fox, and Sony Pictures, um, who own all that these. That should be possible. I hope so. But, um, yeah, looking at this here, there's a crossover. Quicksilver is owned by Fox and Marvel Studios for filming. Yeah. So that's why we've seen a crossover. That's a bit weird that they're owned by both. There's loads of characters here I've not heard of. There's characters called Cloak and Dagger, Black Panther, Blade. Oh, Blade. Oh, I forgot about Blade. Yeah. Ghost Rider, yeah. Doctor Strange, Daredevil, Elektra. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Anyway, we've run long once again. So... Um, once again. Yes, so if you haven't seen X-Men Days of Future Past yet, go and see it. It is, it is a fantastic film. That's
1: the conclusion. There <laughs> we go.
0: That is a conclusion.
1: 40 minutes for that conclusion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 40 minutes. I can't believe we've been speaking about... I mean, as I keep saying, I'm just fast... I'm just... I'm so amazed at how much you know about comic books. Do you even read comic books?
1: Um, I have done previously, but...
0: Mate, you need to get back yeah. into it.
1: Yeah. I do, yeah. I... It's awesome. You've got to love it. you got to... If you don't like Marvel and all that,
0: then what's the point? What's the point of even What's the point in <laughs> even living if you don't like Marvel? For God's sake! Anyway, that, that, right. We, let's go with it. Let's <laughs> wrap up, shall we? Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye. Bye. Bye.